Welcome, Welcome to Let and Go highly Lean In, valued my listener. podcast designed I'm with so transformational leaders like you in mind. We're going I'm Lisa to Lewis, unpack your transformational leadership coach. So in each episode, you'll find help growing awareness of your mindset as, as a leader. leader. Be equipped React with a tool to let go of unrealistic expectations and self-limiting beliefs that get in the way of two. your one this is precious the seventh life. In a series My goal is for you to thrive well, as you lean in started with the leadership calls God has put on your life. So today, Join me and I'm other leaders as we let go of each and of those lean words. in together. Give you a little bit of science behind it, as well as a call to action. So buckle up, because here we go. You know I like to try to keep these individual episodes short and sweet, so that you can listen and then later on get the details for references and resources. So here we go. What is the difference between a reaction versus a response? And why is it important? And how do you change if you already have a pattern that you honestly just do? (laughs) I don't want to give away the definition before I get into it. So here we go. React is If you can imagine yourself as a child sitting on the doctor's examining table when you were probably five or six years old, and they had this triangular instrument that was brown and rubbery and a silver handle that they held onto, and they tapped your knee to test your reflexes. Well, a reaction is like a reflex. It is unconscious. You don't stop and say, hmm, I'm going to react to this little device that tapped my knee. In fact, you have no control over that. He taps your knee, or he or she taps your knee, and your leg kicks forward. That reflex is an example of a reaction. And we have reactions, emotional or uh, verbal, to a stimulus or many stimuli. We often don't take a beat to be able to consider how we're going to react. It just happens. It's unconscious. And it's fascinating because there have been a lot of studies around this almost autonomic response that our unconscious mind will be triggered by. So for example, if you are a person who has great reaction times like catching a ball or you know, swerving when you're driving and missing something that blows into the street. Those are, those are the kinds of things that happen without you having to think about them. Now, your mind is the one that's doing the work, but just a, a brief bit of science. We have three levels in our brain. And the unconscious part 
is the part that is the like the operating system for a computer. It's working in the background and you don't have to worry about it. It's just taking care of what needs to happen and you do not have to pay attention to it. Except for when it doesn't. Now, a reaction can be positive or it can be negative. And how to manage yourself when a reaction turns out negative is really what is crucial as a leader. But first, before we get into that, let's talk about what a response is. Because there is a difference between a reaction and a response. Some people use those two terms interchangeably, but honestly, there is a difference. And I inherently knew that, but it was really encouraging to read some science around the difference. So here's what a response is. A response is the opportunity to reflect before giving an answer or taking an action. Now, here's here's the real challenge in life. We react quickly, almost automatically, unless we give ourselves the space to consider what a response might be. So why is this important to leadership and what's the science behind it and how do I pay attention to move from reaction to response? Great questions. Glad you asked. So here we go. There's a great article that I'm going to make reference to in our show notes written by Dr. Matt James. It was uh, published in Psychology Today a couple of years ago. He unpacks the science between the difference of react and response. And as I mentioned earlier, it happens in your unconscious mind. If it's unconscious, how can you do anything about it? Well, that's also a great question. Part of what we learn to do is to pay attention. Well, to pay attention to ourselves, we have to give ourselves space to notice, to grow our awareness in a particular area. I don't know about you, but I've been in a meeting when somebody has lost their cool and it's very uncomfortable. You can almost see people's shoulders going up toward their ears or cringing in a way and looking down at the table to avoid having to look at what is going on in the room. That person who has lost their cool usually is doing so from a reactive posture. Most people react with a trigger And then they lose their, lose their mind a little bit, I guess, for lack of a better way to say it. In that moment, there's a, there's just like nanoseconds that you could breathe and interrupt your reaction time. 
slowing yourself down so that you can respond instead of simply automatically reacting. Dr. James unpacks the idea of neuro-linguistic programming, which I will also make a uh, reference to in the show notes so you can learn more about NLP. It is an entire process of, of disciplining your thought process and your reactions can move to responses. And it takes awareness, it takes practice, it takes discipline. And remember, the word discipline is all about being a learner who is taking action. We misuse the word discipline as punishment, and that's not what that word means. So back to NLP. There are practices that you can put in place and give yourself that space, that beat, to recognize the situation and consider a response rather than simply reacting. Now, I've talked a lot in the past about a book called Margin by Dr. Richard Swenson. And in it, he talks about four different categories that you want to provide yourself margin. Well, this idea of taking a beat and considering the difference between an automatic reaction and a response, that's margin. So you, as a leader, can develop the good habit of taking a beat when somebody says, I can't get that project completed on time. Taking a breath, considering your response versus a reaction that might be boiling up in you. Because let's just consider this. You're leading a team, you know what the deadline is, they know what the deadline is, but they're not feeling the pressure from those who are in leadership above you like you are feeling that pressure. So you're under pressure to lead your team to perform at a given time schedule. One of them says, I can't get that done in time. Under pressure you might react by slamming your hand down on the table or saying unkind words that you will regret or glaring at them without saying any words, but your reaction definitely is communicating displeasure. If you are practicing the discipline of giving yourself space to consider what you're going to say and how you're going to say it, then you move into a response that is more likely going to be helpful to that teammate. That's an important reason to pay attention to the difference between react and respond. It's not just in our leadership though. And remember, your leadership is being a role model but it's not just leadership at work. You have influence, whether it's at home 
or among your peers, and especially in front of your team. To make lasting change happen, you need to be intentional. If you've had difficulty with being reactionary, you might want to get some outside assistance in helping you learn new ways of being and doing. There's no shame in this. It's like I used to tell parents when I was an elementary school teacher and it seemed like seasonally every year there would be a lice outbreak. And honestly, anybody could get lice. You just don't want to keep it. So in the same way, anybody can lose their cool. You just don't want to make it a habit. So if you do have a propensity to react rather than taking the time to develop a response, that might be one of those places where you need to look for tools and support so that you can move from reaction to responsive behavior. Now, I love to help people recognize that you're not just a person at work. All of your life touches up against other parts. So it's not easy to separate these things out. If you have a reaction problem at work, you're likely going to have a reaction problem with your friends or your family. So pay attention, grow your awareness, look for tools that you need, and then develop practices that support the change that you desire to make. Now, I want to leave you with a beautiful quote from my favorite spiritual writer, Henry Nouwen. And remember the word that is going to be led here is discipline. So here's what he says. Discipline means to prevent everything in your life from being filled up. Discipline means that somewhere you're not occupied and certainly not preoccupied. In the spiritual life, discipline means to create that space in which something can happen that you hadn't planned or counted on. I'll type that quote up in our show notes. But honestly, that is a beautiful understanding of what margin is and how you can put it in practice in your life. So I hope you found understanding the difference between reaction and response is going to be helpful to you both personally and professionally. And I'd love to hear any questions that you might have or share personal stories as you start to make practice the difference in your own work, life, and faith. Thanks again for listening in. Have a great day. Thanks so much for taking time to be with me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and like, subscribe, and leave a review. 
I know this sounds like a shameless plug, but honestly, your actions on iTunes are the best way other leaders like yourself will find this podcast. I really appreciate it. I would also love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. Let me know what you learned or what you'd like to learn next. I want to invite you to visit lisalewiscoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter where you'll receive just two emails a month with tips and tools on how to further get in your life. Thanks again.